Welcome to Grace in the Shadows with Dr. Marla Beeler and Dr. J. Dr. Jonathan Beeler. Well, it is Labor Day today. Labor Day. No work for the weary. Happy Labor Day. Hope you're not laboring but getting some rest today. Yes. We're going to make a big old pot of chili, even Ooh. though it's so hot outside. We're going to pretend. Well, we don't care. Um, yeah, so it's Labor Day. Hopefully, y'all are getting some rest today. You know what Jesus said? What did Jesus say? He said a lot of good things. He said a lot of good things, but right? he said, I have come to give you rest. Yes. Rest, rest. is important. Um, I was very thankful. I had a little bug over the weekend, and I got a lot of rest. Good. Good. Very glad. Well, amen to that. Yes. Hope everyone's doing good out there in uh, Missouri. Uh, New York. New York. Nebraska. California. Here we come. All right. Yeah. Okay. So today. Today. We're talking about marriage and the effects children make. Ah, children. Well, you know, having children is, is with a spouse uh, is one of God's greatest blessings. Absolutely. Children are a blessing. We have two, and uh, we're empty yep. nesters now, but they have blessed us immeasurably and continue to bless us. And, and God intended it to be that way. Right. Matter of fact, in Genesis chapter 3, uh, it talks about the promised seed of a woman. Right. That would bring forth a child. Mm-hmm. And uh, children are heritage of the Lord. Yes. And we are able to be used as tools for God's glory to uh, to help train and mold people for the kingdom. Yes. And I think that's a pretty honorable thing, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I imagine you're going to talk about um, maybe... Difficulties? Some difficulties? Yep. Uh, especially, you know, we have culture, we have busyness, we have the stuff around us. Right. But children do add a different dynamic, for sure. They definitely do. Here's some very interesting statistics. Okay. Uh, roughly 12.5% of all couples divorce before their first child is one and a half years old. Wow. Yeah. One-fourth of all divorces take place before first child is even for, uh, one and a half, two years old. Marital conflict increases by a factor of nine after the birth of the first child. Mothers of children under five years old without support uh, of support of a partner or uh, a husband are at greater risk for becoming clinically depressed as adults. Hmm. Uh, 40 to 70% of all marriages show a decline in overall marital satisfaction following the transition to parenthood. So, you know, we, we get that baby, oh, we have yeah. that child. She's so cute. Or she's so, so cute. Beautiful. You're in the hospital, you yeah. had the child, and you think everything now is going to be rosy, everything's going to be wonderful. But these statistics are kind They're of ugly. saying that... Maybe children can bring some conflict and some stress maybe into the marriage. I think absolutely, because I think that, um, well, I think priorities go go kind of crazy. Absolutely. You know, first, when you first get together, you and your spouse are, are like in this trance of uh, being infatuated with that loving feeling. Yep. And then you lose that loving feeling. Right. That's a song, isn't it? That is a song. Let's not sing. But uh, <laughs> no, you don't want to hear me <laughs> not sing. Today, not, not today. Not today. But you lose that loving feeling. And the baby's born, and all of a sudden, the baby becomes the center of the universe. 
Definitely, because you yeah. got to, I mean, the baby's crying, mm-hmm. you got to feed the baby, you got to change the baby, you got to put the baby to bed. I mean, you're constantly taking care of that baby. They're depending on you for their care. And one spouse tends to go into their man or, or sometimes lady cave. And uh, while the other one, you know, the guy tends to worship his work. Right. Or focus. So, and, and the woman focuses only on the child. For yeah. The most part. And, and the relationship dries. And God is often, if there's even God in it, of course, right. God's always in it. Yeah. So it's, we don't always allow God in it. Right. Um, is often thrown to the side as well. And you have to be very careful for that. So I imagine these these statistics. I can't say that word. No, uh, no. Cut her um, off. No more chili. No more. Um, I would think that that is what's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe one. Normally, the moms come become very child centered, which mm-hmm. is understandable because the baby's very dependent on you in the beginning, right. especially. And you kind of forget the other person. Well, you know, absolutely. I think I think there's some things in our society that transitioning to parenthood is makes it quite difficult today definitely uh one is isolation right uh, many couples will move away from extended family yeah and you don't have that extra help um well and also yeah. with our world today with covid mm-hmm. and everything like that i think there's even more isolation oh yeah because you don't want to take the baby out for germs and things like that well since covid i mean it's kind of like grandparents don't really want that bundle of joy either Right. Because scared of getting sick. Yeah. So it's a it's even more isolation, I think, probably occurs today just because of the the world and the pandemic and and everything. And I think also the change in women's roles. Yeah. Uh, You know, in the Bible, there are different roles for men and women. True. We don't want to talk like that. That's not politically correct. Oh, my goodness. But Jesus isn't politically correct. Right. He's he's biblically correct. Right. Uh, interesting enough, 1960, 18% of mothers worked outside the home. Mm-hmm. Uh, 1980s, uh, 45% worked outside the home. Now it's almost 60%. Well, and but also with with COVID, you have more people working in the home from home. But they're still outside the home because they're having to be in another separate area. Right, right. Emotionally. Emotionally. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, I think also society trends. Um, and, you know, uh, we really, really are more individualistic, especially since COVID. We are. We we kind of pull ourselves into our little family unit and, and don't reach out to others and others don't reach out to us. And so it's a lonely world we're living in. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the responsibility of, of, of really having a child is, is very immense. It is immense. Um, Watch for doulas. Our daughter, our daughter, is, daughter yes, doula. she is a postpartum doula. Yeah, and uh, Mary Grace, Gigi, <laughs> yeah, Gigi, she uh, goes in and helps new families with babies mm. and things like that. So if you are at a point where you know isolation and everything like that, maybe that's an option for you. So just a plug for you, Mary Grace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, and I think the increased responsibilities is the constant demands. That yes. Uh, you know, we all have different uh, idiosyncrasies and right. ways of handling stress, True. different temperaments. And this is very hard, the responsibility, and it just is, can be draining. So I think, you know, if you're about to have a baby, you need to sit down with your spouse and talk about how things are going to be different and talk about how you're going to deal with these types of things. So you won't lose touch with each, with each other when that baby comes along. I think that's important. 
Communication, I think that with this is is it's very pivotal to have quality communication. Yeah, especially I mean, this, if this is your first child, if you're getting ready to have your first child, you have no idea what you're, what's going to happen, how things are going to be, and so just talk about as many scenarios as you can think of. Talk to new parents, talk to experienced parent parents, talk to them about what was most difficult to you in the beginning of having a child, and and how did you prevent yourself from being isolated from your spouse. Sexual intimacy becomes an issue. Right. Yes. And so once again, I mean, uh, you know, I think obviously checking out those hormonal things and whatnot. Right. Well, most of the time it's because of exhaustion. Exhaustion. And yeah, definitely. And and, and also, you know, I mean, a lot of parents, unfortunately, I wasn't able to, to breastfeed, but some, I mean, a lot of women are. And that kind of changes the way the woman looks at her body and things mm-hmm. like that. So those type of things have to be taught through. I think that's good. Yeah. yeah. But I do want to uh, share some ways of, of, I mean, you've already shared uh, several. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think really recognizing the signals yes. that things are kind of uh, out, of, out, of, out of whack. Right. Being able to realize it because the woman's hormones are a mess. Mm-hmm. The man's not understanding sometimes what's going on. And yeah. You've well, got you to- wanted to kill me when we <laughs> Uh, Mary Grace. Uh, yeah, not not literally, but I I did have a little bit of postpartum, and I did, and and it was kind of scary, and we did have to. I mean, thankfully, we were able to talk it through and everything like that. But yeah, just knowing that those things could possibly happen, if you could talk about it before it happens, it's a good thing. Prepare. Yeah, prepare. I mean, you only hit me with two frying pans. Not well, just three. two, not three. Not three. And yeah. one of them wasn't really a heavy one. No, <laughs> we, no, no, we're kidding. We didn't no, do that. No, no. <laughs> um, avoid increased stress. That's easier said than done. Oh my word! How do you avoid increased stress? I think you take you got to <laughs> shuffle responsibilities a little bit. Ah, uh, I think sometimes giving it to grandma. If yeah, it's possible, or a neighbor, or a, a, neighbor, a godling neighbor that uh, is kind of adopted uh, into the family. Right. Um, you know, uh, maybe throwing it off on your spouse for yeah. a short time. Right. Taking turns, getting a break. True. That's very important. Yeah, because, um, you know, you really have to be creative. You do. You really have to be creative. And you have to realize the signs. And, and hey, I'm getting overwhelmed here. You know, I need some help. And don't be afraid to reach out for help. Why are we so all so prideful and not wanting to reach out for help? Because we're prideful and because we don't like to admit that. And that's so sad, though. That's one of the main reasons. That's the main reason why people don't come to Jesus. Right. And so it also comes out in other ways of life. Definitely. uh, Especially asking for help. And, you know, and there's also nothing wrong with, um, you know, if you're having a really hard time struggling, reaching out and getting counseling. Absolutely, man. That's why we're here. Absolutely. Sometimes you need medicine, too. True. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Uh, I think also, uh, as you said, asking for help, um, prioritize. Definitely. Yeah. You know, some some priorities just at that point of your life are just not important. It's okay to order out. <laughs> it's okay to let the dishes sit in the sink. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. Because we get so bogged down on these things that aren't really, don't really matter to totally. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Keep dating your spouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Keep dating. Simplify. Right. And if you can't find a babysitter, sometimes you have to bring the baby with you, but you're still being intentional with each other. Right. I mean, sometimes Mary Grace and Gabriel went on our dates. Yeah. When they were little. Absolutely. And they watched us have fun. Yeah. Yeah. And they had fun, too. They had fun, too. They did. They did. They did. So I think, you know, really, really communication, 
reflective listening, uh, being proactive, mm-hmm. uh, listening, validation. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's that's really, and 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 it does not mean you agree. It, it does not validation and all this uh, listening does not mean you have to agree. Right. Definitely. I want to go back to the dating thing. Okay, go ahead. You know, people have staycations. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes they can't afford to go out or epidemic, pandemic, whatnot, whatnot. You can have dates at home, too, after you put the kids mm-hmm. to bed. You mm-hmm. know, have a date night. Do something special. Maybe make ice cream Sundays or things, just the two of you and things like that. So even if you're not able to go out, mm-hmm. money or a sitter or things like that, you can still date in the home. Just be creative. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's true. Um, and so to bounce off that, mm-hmm. to piggyback off that, yes. uh, schedule private moments. Definitely. There's nothing. I mean, spontaneity is great. Yeah. yeah. It's not totally romantic. But once you have kids, you really have to schedule more things. <laughs> you really do. And yeah. it's not wrong to schedule things for yourself, for you and your spouse. There's nothing wrong with that at all. Schedule talk time, schedule mm-hmm. date time, schedule, you know, coffee time, things and definitely praying together. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, those, oh, so ske- there's nothing wrong with scheduling those things. It's okay. Express intimacy in different ways. Right. It doesn't always have to be sexual. True. Yeah. True. Holding hands, cuddling on the couch, things like that. Yeah. Crying on the couch after a long day with work. And right. Kids. Yeah. And wiping each other's tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Watch the toxic thoughts. Yes. Because we can turn on each other. Yes, absolutely. I mean, the woman's hormones are all over the place. Sometimes a man doesn't understand that. And then sometimes those things can become toxic. So just be wary of that. And I think for the woman, you want to hear you're still beautiful. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. And the man wants to hear that he's appreciated. Right. Yeah, definitely. And don't don't become so tired that you forget to do those things for each other. Yeah. Small things matter, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Is there any, you know, I think, I think looking at this, we really, really have to have fun with it. Yes. You have to have fun with each other. You have to have fun with your kids. You have to be aware that you are still a married couple mm-hmm. that you just now have children. So you've got to keep that married couple uh, relationship alive as well as your family relationship alive and you when you get busy with the kids and stuff which is going to happen as they age you know they they're going to do dance and sports and everything like that but just remember to keep your family unit Mm -hmm. and your couple unit and just make sure that you build on both of those relationships Mm -hmm. because both of those relationships are important you don't want to get like we talked about last time you don't want to get to 25 years of marriage and and lose each other divorce because you didn't stay connected with each other through those 25 years i agree Uh, you know and and i think jesus has to be right in the center oh well definitely that's he's going to hold you together Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. if you're depending on him individually and then you're depending on him together you're going to have a strong family marriage you're going to have a strong family unit and a strong marriage as well because when we went through it, we've been through a lot. And he, he has kept us together. Yeah, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Really we has. prayed, I mean, not every day, but we prayed together and <sighs> depended on him. Yeah. And yeah. that's important. Fathers must get involved. Definitely. 
Yeah. Yes, men out there, please don't don't let the woman do everything. You can change diapers too. You changed a lot of diapers. I changed a lot of diapers. You did. And sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And and you know what? Mm-hmm. That's your baby too. It's our baby too, and and we are not perfect, and and but I think as long as we are putting forth the effort yes. to to nurture, to rear, to right. discipline, to love, to work together as a team, to teach, yeah. and direct in the Word of God. Yes, I think that uh, men are pivotal. Yes, husbands, fathers definitely. are pivotal. Definitely, definitely. Um, and so yeah, I think this is good, and I think that anything else you would add to this. I don't think so. Um, I think this was good. Just uh, make sure that you reach out to us if you have any questions. Dr. Jonathan at graceintheshadowsor.org. Send us your prayer request. Uh, send us shout outs. Share our podcast with others. We do have a Facebook page and a Twitter page. And just reach out to us. We would love to pray for you and uh, love to talk to you and know more about you. So, you know, there's no perfect families. Oh, no, we're definitely not perfect. But God can take your mess and turn it into a message for his glory, for your good. Don't quit. Keep going. And uh, God will direct you uh, toward for his kingdom's sake, for his glory. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Take care.